I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. It's only 13 payments of 19.99, but wait, there's more! I feel like we should start every show that way. With a double high five? Yeah, with a double high five. That was I'm very for it. energizing. Yeah. Energizing. I'm for it. This is our, they're a little out of order, but this is our last recording before we leave for the holidays. Yeah. Oh, 2016 is wrapping the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, really, right at the end, they're scooting in as many celebrity deaths as they possibly can. I mean, they're, yeah, they're... <laughs> Uh, not what's the opposite of front loading? Back loading? Uh, yeah. Like in music, we back phrase. We start back singing phrase, after yeah. the music starts. So maybe that's what they're doing. Is yeah. they trying to like skimple in a little, little yeah. bit? Yeah. Well, it still sucks. It sucks. Not- and you know what sucks more? Mm-hmm. Is I'm I made Ian get up really early this morning. It's cool. Uh, let me tell you this story because Ian's. You might be mad about it, or you might think it's funny. Okay. So last week, we were recording with our friend Becca, whose episode will air in 2017. And in the middle of the episode, I made everybody pause what they were doing so I could sign up for an audition online, because now we're doing online signups, which is kind of a miracle, but also kind of horrible, because it's very stressful to log in at the right time and get it done. So I'm like, okay, let's pause. Let's do this. I made a big hoopla about it. Mm -hmm. Then hoopla! Hoopla! Do you remember that episode of Spongebob? No, because I blocked out Spongebob. <laughs> this kid screaming hoopla in the street and someone throws a brick at his head. Oh. It's not that funny, but it's funny. Hoopla! I like. I hate Spongebob. Yeah, you do? I do. Like, Aww. I'm not even sorry about it. Like, I just did not enjoy that show once, ever. There are some episodes that I like. Okay, we'll get back to that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yesterday, I was looking in the mirror and I, I've been looking in the mirror a lot because I'm extremely vain and I'm just trying to get ready for audition season in January. And I noticed that my teeth are starting to yellow, which is weird for me because I have like fairly like good oral yeah. hygiene. Um, and I don't drink, obviously I don't drink wine. I don't drink a lot of coffee. Um, and so I was like, okay, let me go to the store and get a whitening treatment. So I went to the store and I bought the like express one hour whitening mm-hmm. strips and I used them yesterday, and I took them off, and they really did look a lot wider in just Great. an hour. But then throughout the day, my nerves in my teeth started to hurt. And I've heard of that happening. So I have pretty sensitive teeth to like cold and heat to be mostly cold. Yeah. Um, to begin with, and so I was like, "Wow, they're so white." Then a couple hours later, I was like, "Oh man, my gums are sore." And then by like. By the time I was home from work last night, it was like 8 o'clock at night and I'm folding some laundry. My teeth were like screaming at me. Holy shit. So I woke up this morning and my top teeth are fine now, but my bottom teeth still really hurt. And I just don't feel like I can go to this audition later and like sing my heart out while my teeth hurt. It's, I don't blame you. It's And when you tell people your teeth hurt, they're like, they can't hurt, they're a bone. I'm like, but yes, they have they nerve can. endings in them. Like, like bone, bone pain is the worst pain. Yeah, because like, you can't. Touch well, I can touch my teeth, but I can't figure out. It's like right here where these little veins go into my. Yeah. So I know it's like in the tooth. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've heard of that happening before. And I think my teeth are a little more susceptible to pain because my brother chipped my teeth a bunch when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and when I was in college, I went and got them all filed. Uh, and so some of the ones that are toward the front are even shorter and closer to the nerve ending. Like the nerve ending is more exposed sure. now because I had the. Tooth yeah, shaved that makes down sense. or whatever. I had my teeth shaved then. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so a thing. anyway, I 
texted Ian this morning and was like, hey, can we do it later? But Ian was still asleep. And I was like, oh, damn. Well, by the time he gets this, I'll either have to have leave, left the yeah, house. Yeah, that makes sense. It was so complicated. But oh, I'm, I don't think I'm going to go audition for Chicago because my teeth hurt. That's okay. Like, I, <laughs> like, cause I'm someone who has to be so, like, everything has to be, like, on point and centered. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. For, like, for me to feel like I'm going to do well in an audition that I yeah. totally get it. Well, but, and also that that's like that's a medical thing. Do you have a dentist in the city? I don't have a dentist in the city. Well, I, I used to go to an angry Russian woman that just happened to be in my insurance network. Yeah. Um, and the first time I have uh, my teeth grew really close together, and they mm-hmm. thought I was going to need spacers, but they like worked out. Except for there's this one that turns a little bit right here. Sure. And you only notice it if I point it out. But that's the first thing that angry Russian dentist told me. She was like, oh, I can fix this. I can fix these ugly twos. <laughs> Apparently she's French in my reactor. Yeah. But <laughs> I can fix your ugly twos. Doesn't that sound like, like a Weird Al album or something? I mean, it sounds pretty on brand for an angry Russian dentist. Yeah. So then um, I started getting my teeth cleaned at like Brooklyn College Dental School. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So How did I, that go? It goes. It went well. It's Great. nice because I'm pretty close to the students' ages. They already have bachelor's degrees, and now they're in dental school. Mm. So we're pretty much the same age. So the last time I went there, my dental technician's name was Nicole, I think, mm-hmm. and or Nikki, and uh, we just talked about the Real Housewives the whole time. Sounds sounds like fun. It's a three hour class, so I had to be there for the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it was like you're there, like. You're essentially like they're... For their exam. Wow. You're in a private cubicle. Like it's just them and then their instructor will come by and check their work. Okay. Because they're filling out a dental sheet that like identifies what's going on with each of your teeth. Got it. But yeah, you just sit there and talk to them That's for like cool. three That's hours. That's really cool. It's cool, yeah. She was really nice. We had a great time. I might check that out once I get my dental insurance back. Ten bucks cash. You don't even really? need insurance. That's the risk. Whoa. It's not insured. So if they... Okay. These dental students are, are second year. They're not going to like... Knock fuck your teeth up. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they might fuck it up, but they're not going to knock your teeth out. Yes. Right, exactly. Most of the people they see, according to my dental tech, she said that, um, is she a dental tech or she, she's a dental candidate? Den- I guess. Doctor, doctor candidate? Yeah, doctoral candidate. There we go. There we go. That's better. Um, but she told me that most of the people they see are people who like, they're homeless or their teeth are falling out or whatever. Really? Or they're like us, like poor artists poor, yeah. or, you know, don't have insurance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's something on your computer. Oh, it's telling me that I need to restart for virusware. Postpone four hours. Please do. Do you think we'll be done in four hours? I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah. So my teeth are in pain. How do you feel this morning? Um, I feel pretty good actually. Like I, I got a decent amount of sleep last night, and then I woke up before my alarm. Great, which I, which I always consider a success. Did my wake you up? No, not at all. Oh, good. I'm so relieved. I woke up, rolled over, like pressed like the home button on my phone, and then and then saw that and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm awake now. Yeah, because I sent the first one, and then I waited, and then I snoozed for half an hour, and then I was like, all right, it's 8.15. I need to leave by 8.30 if I'm going to be there at 9. Mm-hmm. So... Which is weird, because you're a stop away. I'm a like, stop away, it's... but the problem is, is I have to walk four blocks up the hill, Yeah. wait for the train, mm-hmm. then the train takes 30 seconds, 25 seconds, yeah. to go 10 blocks, Yeah. and then I have to walk three and a half blocks more Yeah. into the wind, so... Mm-hmm. Ugh. The wind is killer. The wind is killer right now. Like, 
that's like that's the one thing i mean like i would check out la but like that's the one thing like that would be my like the straw that breaks the camel's back right is going to be like someday when i'm just like walking 10 blocks in the winter wind Mm because like i have to be like there's not a subway or whatever and that's what i'm going to like finally break down and be like i'm moving west yeah like that's what's going to do it for me i think you do well as a los angelino thank you well i guess thank you i've never been have you ever been I've never been to L.A. I've been okay. to California, but I've never been to L.A. Where in California have you been? San Fran. I want to go there, too. I hear it's amazing. I went there on a school trip, so I'd love to go, like, as an adult. Yeah. I'll, see, I traveled a lot as a kid, and that's part of the reason why I'm going back to Europe by myself. Because mm-hmm. when you go on a family vacation as a kid, you obviously can't drink or eat what you want. You don't get to see the things you might actually be interested in. So... I would love to go back and do a lot of American cities. I saw, you know, I saw Vegas when I was eight. I saw San Francisco when I was fifteen. Like, oh I, yeah, you know, I want to go back and do mm-hmm. do them as an adult. Makes you know, sense. Where I can pick the occasions. Nice. Yeah, I'm I think t- the best occasion for a trip is no occasion at all. Well, yeah, that puts such less pressure on it. Like that's why it's so hard. You only see your family on holidays. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. Like, I just have like no plans to like make a trip. Like, I have all of these like. I have this informal to-do list of destinations, but it's What like, are some cities you want to go to? Paris, obviously. Because we've had the... Well, obviously to you because we've had this discussion, not right. on the air. Um, Paris... Guys, did you know Ian and I hang out outside of this? Yeah. We talk outside of this. We're friends. We're um, friends. Who's your friend? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sorry. I'm sure you have a lot of friends. We're your friends. We're your friends. Um, we Paris. are your friends. Do you remember that I movie? I have friends. I definitely have friends. <laughs> um, but uh, Paris, I sort of on the same, like in the same vein as what you were saying. I haven't been to Disney World since the 1900s. I was five. <laughs> it was 1996. Do you think that you'd find the magic of Disney still magical? I, I as a don't. Twenty-five-year-old man. I might. I don't know. Like I feel like it would still be a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I don't like. I don't see why I. I don't see a reason not to go. I'm just upset because some of my favorite rides were renamed. Like one of my favorite rides was the Adventures of Mr. Toad. Uh huh. The Wild Ride of Mr. Toad or whatever. Sure. A frog and Toad or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Um, and now it's the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Like, and I still, I love Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. But they've just switched around some stuff. Like, the only things that are still the same are the Haunted Mansion, Thunder Mountain. Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, Teacups. Mm-hmm. The Dumbo Flying Elephants. Mm-hmm. And Cinderella's Castle. See, and, uh, and Space Mountain. But, like, over at MGM, like, the Rock and Roller Coaster's done. Oh, yeah, I read about yeah, that Yeah, like, once. there's just a bunch of, there's a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, I, because when I went, I was so young and I was so small that, like, I could only enjoy so much of it. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't do, I couldn't do Splash Mountain. I couldn't do Thunder Mountain. Also, we my parents aren't done... into, they're not really into rides. Oh, okay. Like, and I love rides, so that's why I would want to go. Maybe we should do an amusement park. I went to Six Flags for my birthday this year. How did you like it? It was great. I'd never been to Six Flags anywhere except my home state, and mm. I went to one uh, in Missouri. Okay. Yeah, in St. Louis. You, so you went to the one in New Jersey? In St. Louis. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> no, I was, because, uh, sorry, I, don't, I was mixing up the timeline in my head because I was also thinking, yeah, the last time I went to that was in eighth grade. 
Right, right. Yeah. Like, there was... Well, for schools that can't afford to, like, send the kids or fundraise to go far away, mm-hmm. you, you go to an amusement park. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which which we did. Um, That's fun. It was. I it was. I can't stop yawning. It's I'm morning, sorry. yo. It is. It's not the ass crack of dawn, but it is. It feels like it. It feels like it. Yeah. Have you been hustling? Is this a this good time? Week, to, this week I have been hustling. Is this a good time to get into the thing that happened this week or? Mm, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Let's do it. So this week, I have been hustling this week. Mm-hmm. Um, like every day I'm hustling. But the thing that happened to me this week was like a weird like moral conundrum that kind of like made my hustling frustrating. After a long day to hustle, I like to come home and watch TV. Mm-hmm. And I recently was binge watching a bunch of HGTV shows. And HGTV has been having a very dramatic week, where at the beginning of this week, one couple on one of their shows, Christina and Tarek, they are a couple that flips houses on a show called Flipper Flop, mm-hmm. where they buy houses in Southern California, and then they gut reno them for really cheap, oh, yeah, yeah. and then they try to sell them for profit. So at the beginning of, I guess, maybe last month, there was the cops were called to their house because of a domestic dispute, and Tarek... I guess, like, sometime in the fight, put a gun to his head. Like, out out front of their house. Like, they their house backs up to woods, so he said he was going to go hunt in the woods, but it was, like, a handheld gun that he was, like, holding to his head in their driveway. And then they announced they were getting a divorce this week after said incident. So I was like, oh, that's sad. Their show is going to be canceled. Like, you know, it just makes me sad. That fucking sucks. And then a couple days later, this other show that I like to watch called Fixer Upper, where this couple mm-hmm. from Waco, Texas, Joe, uh, Chip and Joanna Games, they uh, help, like, friends in the community. Like, Waco is a pretty small town, and it all revolves around Baylor University. So they're all, like, friends that went to Baylor, people at their church, people mm-hmm. at the local shops in town, um, have a very low budget. Of like a hundred thousand or hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and they'll buy a house that's like ready to be torn down for like twenty thousand bucks, and then they use the other eighty or ninety thousand to do a gut reno from like the studs up. Mm-hmm. And it came out that Chip and Joanna Gaines apparently belong to Buzzfeed outed them that they belong to a church that harasses members of the queer community. Wow. And that their pastor, who's, like, their closest friend, is, like, a gay basher that, like, sends people to conversion therapy. What the fuck? Yeah, it's really fucked up. So, it's so disheartening because now I can't watch these, like, friendly, happy house hunting and fixing shows without being stressed that I'm, one, supporting something that I don't believe in. Yeah. Or, two, like... I just know where the story ends if I'm if I'm watching old episodes. Yeah. I know what's coming. It's crazy. And it's weird because it's not quite reality TV, but it's not quite documentary. And it's like do it yourself, but also like you kind of want to watch them be a couple and be fun together. Yeah. So especially Chip and Joanna Gaines are such lovely people that it's so hard to imagine. 
Like when Paula Dean said the N word mm-hmm. a few times, I'm like, of course Paula Dean talks like that, and that doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. But Chip and Joanna Gaines going to a conversion therapy fundraising church that really surprises me. Yeah, really surprises me. And I, I mean, I guess when you think about it, we've been watching people on television and in media for years that are horrible people, and until their scandal comes to light, you wouldn't think otherwise. Yeah. It's just like, if, it I'm, sucks. if I'm not going to eat Chick-fil-A, and I haven't for six or seven years mm-hmm. because of their stance on conversion therapy, I don't know if I can keep watching this show that I like so much. I, I get that. Thank, luckily, <laughs> there's a whole lot of TV out there. There is, but the other shows that have house stuff are boring. Like they're That's they're, fair. House Hunters is boring. House Hunters Tiny Houses is stupid. House Hunters International, boring. What do you think of Million Dollar Listings? I love Million Dollar Listing, but okay. Bravo, but Bravo's a completely different animal. Oh, that's Bravo. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Bravo, yeah, Million Dollar Listing New York is easily like the best house hunting show that's not okay. house hunters. Got it. Um but yeah, the other like HGTV and DIY network are sister networks. Mm-hmm. And the only other show that's on those networks that really interests me is Property Brothers. Mm-hmm. But even the Property Brothers have had some, like, scandal. I was just reading... Really? Yeah, I was just reading an article this week to, like, be more informed for the show today about just, like, past HGTV scandals. There was one on a canceled show where apparently they didn't do the renovation right and the people, like, couldn't afford the mortgage because they were paying, like, water damages because sealants weren't done right. Like... So I've just been reading about a lot of... this was under Property Brothers or... No, no. That was on a different show. The Property Brothers, one guy like got in a fist fight in a bar. Oh, okay. And they had to halt production because he was like all fucked up and then had like court stuff to deal with. Oh. Which like... I think I The Property Brothers are so nice and mild-mannered. I just love that one of them knocked a guy out at a bar. That's That's also HGTV, right? HGTV, yeah. What is with... with these stories from HGTV now. I don't know. I really don't That's know. That's so disappointing. Yeah. The early seasons of the Property Brothers all took place in Canada because they're Canadian. And a lot of HGTV's um, programming takes place in Canada. Mm-hmm. And then the Property Brothers moved their own lives to L.A. And um, now they do some American stuff. I think they've they've got certifications to sell real estate in America in in certain states. Obviously, you have to be certified in certain states. Yeah. So yeah, I just don't know if I should keep watching the show. Does it does it affect the entertainment value? Like I used to watch Duck Dynasty with my mom until Mm -hmm. a lot of that shit went down with them gay bashing. Yeah. And my mom still watches Duck Dynasty and I, well the show's canceled but watches reruns. Yeah. And every time it's on I can't even bring myself to be in the room. I don't blame, like I don't blame you for that. But my moral conundrum is that these shows truly calm me down. Like they're a a -hmm. form of therapy of like watching a house get stripped away. Sure. And then made beautiful. Like that helps me relax at night. Mm -hmm. And I'm, that's what I'm having trouble with. Got it. If it was any other show and they didn't like gay people, I would be like, wow, go fuck yourself. But now I'm like, you know, like, oh gosh, I was using these shows for a different reason than just entertainment. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I've been talking oh a long time. No, that's okay because I'm because I'm thinking about like all of the points that I have now. Um, Give me all your points. Well, first of all, the pro- I never liked the Property Brothers because they reminded me of these twins that I grew up with who were like just like we like we were like quote unquote really good friends, but they were just dipshits. 
Like they yeah. were just like shitty people. Well, and twins are worse cause, are worse because they like boost each other. Exactly. Being worse. Yeah. 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 And the only reason I know of the flip or flop thing is because that used to be on at my dentist. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I cannot stop. That's yawning. okay. I'm the literal worst. It's cool. Um. I feel like I'm going to listen to this episode back, and we're both going to sound like frogs. Well, I think we sound a little froggy. Okay, it's fine. Kiss me. This is, I'll this is be a smooth, prince. This is the smooth jazz installment. Um, I don't know what that was, but but as Delilah. far as <laughs> God love her. I don't know because like I because like I can't. I don't feel like it's fair to just to be like, well, find another show because like that's my first instinct, but it's like. I feel like that in itself is just so much work because it's like, oh, let me search through all these other things like to see what calms me down. It's like, am I ever going to be calmed down now because I'm doing all this work to find out if I'm calm? Am I calm? Am I stoned? Am I alive? What is reality? It should be said that HGTV put out a statement this week that said that, of course, they welcome all walks of life. They employ all walks of life. Mm -hmm. They have a very friendly LGBTQ stance. At the network and all of its affiliates. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of me is like, okay, cool. Like, you know, Ian and I talk a lot about apologies. And, like, to make a good apology, state very clearly that you know what you did was wrong. State what it was. And then after the apology, don't ever bring it up again. Yeah. And I think that HGTV did a really great job of that. Okay. Um, but Chip Gaines... Mm-hmm was on Twitter and all he said, like he hasn't made a statement yet, mm-hmm. but all he said was on Twitter, he said, um, during tough times, you'll find the Gaines family at church. Right. Which like just further, like, like that said it all to me. Like person, I mean, I don't know. And huh? Huh? Yeah. I don't that's know weird. what, like, I don't know what that means. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's maybe like, that was the point. Yeah, and I think I mean maybe it's just because I was never into any sort of reality television, right? Like that, I that that just like sort of shows to me who they are, and that yeah. sucks. Like, but I don't know if he was saying that as like we turn to God in times of strife, and I think that that is totally valid and actually mm-hmm. a great response to this. Like, but the part that concerns me is that the whole scandal is centered around their church. So, I don't know. I mean, like... I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, a clapback or... So, let's assume positive intent for a minute. And assume that, like, it's the former where they're going to say, okay, times are hard. What do we do? We pray. Yeah. But then I feel like it's, it's stupid to say that if you know that this entire thing is because of where you pray. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Because the... This tweet would have been so much better if he said during like tough times, the gains always turn to, to God. Our, our faith or God. Yeah. yeah. But they said you'll find the gains at church. Yeah, like that's why I think that wording specifically, it, it, that to me says like, well, we're not sorry. Yeah. The problem is, is that there's no proof whatsoever that Chip and Joanna um, ever involved themselves in the fundraising or the act of conversion mm-hmm. therapy, sending anyone to conversion therapy. They've never been present for any anti-gay rallies that this church has ever been a part of. Mm-hmm. They belong to the church because they're friends with the pastor, and the pastor is the one who has the drama. 
Now, I don't know. I, I truly believe you are the company you keep. Mm-hmm. Ian and I talk about that a lot. Oh, yeah. But I don't know how small Waco is. I don't know how many churches are available. I would imagine a few, but sure. they're probably like one church per denomination. I mean, perhaps, but also remember how big a state Texas is and how it's still like, and this, yes, this is about to get political and I'm only kind of sorry for it, but it's still a red state, even though yeah. it's now, even now, now it's becoming a swing state. What up? It's still a red state. You got to imagine how many churches there are within driving distance, which is like yeah. not, I don't which, know what's in driving distance though. Cause yeah. it's my understanding that Baylor university, like the whole town is either employed by Baylor mm-hmm. or, you know, like works at coffee shops and libraries. Sure. I don't know how far they need to drive. Like, it's my understanding that Dallas, they're 100 miles into the wilderness from Dallas. Okay. So, yeah, they could be pretty, like, outskirts Secluded, yeah. But I don't, I, it's all, it's all farm, farms and ranches. Yeah. They all, like, all their neighbors, they don't really have neighborhoods except up against the university. Sure. Huh. I don't know. I mean, like, college towns tend to be, I don't want to say more progressive, but at least a little more diverse, I find. Yeah. And... I'm wondering, like, is there? I don't. I don't know because it's like I'm so well, not qualified to speak on anything religious at all. Well, and here's what you need to know: is Chip and Joanna are an interracial couple. Joanna okay. is Asian. Okay. I think she's half Asian. She's Asian, sure. Asian and white. Um, and Chip is white. Mm-hmm. And there is not a completely direct link between interracial couples and like the queer community, but I mm-hmm. do believe that. A lot of, if the town can accept an interracial couple, they're at least on their way yes. to accepting another group of people another, they probably don't have. Another minority. Yeah, yeah. Another minority, a group that they don't really understand. I, you, I would hope so. I and, would hope so. I mean, that's, and again, but that's just my brain. Well, also, now that I'm thinking about it, I grew up down the street, like maybe about a mile away from, I don't want to say the same kind of church, but it was also a very conservatively viewed like it was Westboro Baptist it wasn't yes (laughs) yes um it was a very like I'm trying to think of the right word because it wasn't something that was known for like going out and like bashing like gays or right like or but you could imagine the congregants there are very yeah, yeah are very like evangelical okay winged but at the same time, that doesn't speak for the rest of the town, which tends to stray blue. Yeah. So, so I get that. But also at the same time, I'm thinking this whole situation kind of reminds me of people who aren't, who would say like, I'm not racist. I don't believe. My like, best friend is black. That, but also like, <laughs> but also like, I'm not racist and I didn't like, and, I, and I'm not racist and I voted for Trump. Yeah. Because like, it's not a deal breaker. Well, my mom you know, talk to me about that over Thanksgiving. And she was like, a vote for the party is not endorsing the candidate. And I was like, but if his name is next to the bubble you filled in, you endorse the yeah, candidate. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that's how I kind of think about this church. I where... said his name because we all know it wasn't her. Yep. Yep. And so if you're going to associate with that party, with that church, yeah, and you're not going to either A, stand up against it, or B, like... If you're a public figure, state, I don't support this, I'm not part of this, then to me, you're part of the problem. Well, and what kills me overall is that think about the demographic of people who watch home improvement shows. Mm -hmm. How many do you think are on the queer spectrum? A lot. A lot. Yes, a lot. 
And one of the things I love about Chip and Joanna is that they are true Southern Texas Mm -hmm. and they use these hilarious phrases that like make them really charming and approachable and just lovable. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of that jargon is also used in the gay community. Sure. Like, you know, and I, and I just think they're rooted in one another you yeah. know, their show doesn't survive without that demographic, but that demographic also takes on a lot of the jargon and mannerisms of the South. Mm-hmm. And being from the South, I feel very aligned. Also, like, like it's with definitely that. it's definitely like I don't want to say a brand, but it's definitely something where I've seen a lot of Southern gays like do that, like yes. like embrace that jargon and like uh-huh. I'm from the South, but I'm fabulous. Yeah, like, that like kind oh of, holy yeah. moly, honey, look at this house. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um. Yeah. Um. So. Okay, so let's talk about Tark and Christina. Okay. Tark and Christina, uh, as the, I said before, flip host, flop. Fl- host Flip or Flop. They're a Southern California couple mm-hmm. with a four-year-old, like a four-year-old daughter and um, a baby that's less than a year old. Sure. Or he just turned a year old. Sure. So from what I understand, they had, they had a fight. Okay. And uh, I guess they fight a lot. And at one point... Tarek said that he was going to go hunt to blow off some steam and had mm-hmm. guns on his person, at least one gun on his person. Mm-hmm. But when Christina ran out of the house and obviously the cops were pulling up to the house, I think I understand it that he had the gun to his head when the cops arrived. Yes. And then the cops got a search warrant and took a bunch of firearms from their house, like three or four others. Damn. Because I guess he's a pretty avid hunter. Okay. And, which is weird for Southern California, right? You wouldn't think... Um, I think it depends, because, like, I know... They live in Orange County, so I don't know a lot about the OC. I don't know a lot about it either, but, like, I have friends who live, um... I mean, there's... I I guess it's a little more... When you live in, like, a deciduous area, there's more of, like, a a market for hunting. Deciduous, good word. I know, thank you. Just pulled that one out. Yeah. Um... Like, I don't know what, I mean, especially because Southern California is mostly desert at this point, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know how much hunting opportunity there is. That being said, they are probably a very wealthy couple who can afford to travel to hunt. Right. Yeah. When they do these houses, they make anywhere between 10000 and like 80000 off the top of all their sales. Yeah. After closing costs. There we go. I like watching that show because, mm-hmm. so the reason that I like watching, uh, Fixer Upper is because it's all like within this southern kind of like white shiplap aesthetic with mm-hmm. like concrete counters and like farmhouse sinks. Yeah. I like watching Flipper Flop because it's all brand new. It's all hot, modern, new fixtures. They get everything at like wholesale pricing yeah. and that's how they can afford to run their business. Cool. So it's nice to see like they got a house that's totally gross mm-hmm. into something that anyone can live in because it's all move-in ready. Mm-hmm. And I like that for that reason. Yeah. And to me, like, that sound that sounds like a mental issue. Like, that sounds like there's something up with the man of the house. Tarek. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> Crazy. This is kind of a tangent within the story. Sure. But Tarek, on, like, season four or five of their show, was contacted through the network from, a, from someone who watches the show, mm-hmm. who wrote to the network and said, hey, I think you need to tell Tarek El Musa that um, he has thyroid cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm a nurse and I'm watching him on TV and his thyroid is enlarged. Holy crap. And he went and found out that he had stage four cancer and this woman saved his life. And uh, Holy shit. And so Tarek and Christina met this woman who watches their show on The Doctors, that TV show. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think that these issues are 
exasperated by the fact that he just beat cancer like a year and a half ago. I think there's a lot going on up top with him. Like that. Yes. Because I'm thinking like there's nothing. The whole like guns thing. Like I will give him the benefit of the doubt in saying like it's they're his right, hunters. It's his right to bear arms. It's his right to bear arms if you're a hunter. Like I have friends who are super blue and hunt. My like, mom. My mom has a gun. In a Halliburton in our house. And I was like, she was like, it's my right to protect myself. She doesn't talk like that, but that's how, <laughs> that's how I hear her when she's talking about Yeah. Guns. And I was like, yeah, but mom, if someone broke into the house and was going to kill you, like, first off, you got to get a key for your Halliburton. Then you got to load your gun. Then you can, like, yeah, you're you dead. You get to the Halliburton. You're dead, bro. You to, yeah. And it's statistically so much more likely. Like, I, I've spoken about it on the show before when we mm-hmm. had Branson on as a guest. Our friend Rima died in the Virginia Tech shooting. Mm-hmm. And... I know a lot of statistical stuff about guns and gun usage. Mm-hmm. And one thing that always sticks out every year, all analyses prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is unbelievably more likely with a very small margin of unlikelihood that your attacker will use your weapon against you. Almost mm-hmm. every single case of Makes a person sense. having a gun present, the gun was turned on them. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Your attacker will always be stronger than you, but you will be smarter. Yes. Run, hide, fight. Run, hide, fight. It's so, it's just ridiculous. There was, um, this this might be a tangent within that. Um, This is, yeah, this can all be tangent number one. This can all be tangent number one. Something I will never forget, like, you never, like, especially as artists, like, you never necessarily remember stuff from high school, like, from your academics. Right. But I will never forget, um, my 10th grade history teacher had, like, five life lessons that like you learn from it throughout history. And the first one is the guy with the gun always wins. Yes, always. That I mean that's it. And then I remember number 2 is don't mess with the dealer's stash because the dealer is probably the guy with the gun. <laughs> um What was what was 3 and 4? I forget what 3 and 4 were. I would were. love if 5 was run hide fight. <laughs> no, number number 5 was don't shit where you eat. Oh, good one. Good and one. And that like I forget exactly that had something I've to never, tie into, like, the World War II time. I've never liked that phrase or shit or get off the pot. I hate that mm. phrase, too. What does shit or get off the pot mean? Is that just, like, do it or don't? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I like, like, it's, like, it's it's kind of Why grody. can't you just say do it or don't? I mean, yeah, like, I just, I would say that, like, do or do not. Ugh, just the word shit's gross to me. I just okay. hate that word. I hate it. It's, like, moist. It's crusty. Mm. I decided shit. I don't like the word viral. Yeah, we talked about that. We did. But I do like the way the word virility sounds. Yes. That sounds kind of fancy. We're deja vuing ourselves. Yes. I, um, don't, I can't remember if those if those things got into other episodes or if I cut them out. But yes, I feel strongly. <laughs> cool. Well, so I guess that's tangent number one. The first tangent. Any final thoughts on HGTV and all of their scandals? I mean, like, it's, it's kind of disappointing because, like, I never watched it, like, just out of, like, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I want but you to I watch never... Fixer Upper leaves Netflix on New Year's Day. Watch really? watch one episode of Fixer okay. Upper and just let me know what you think. Sure. Watch one episode before yeah. New Year's. I mean like I hope like that guy like Torek Tarek Tarek. Tarek. I hope I mean like I hope he's okay. Like that I hope so that too. sounds like a personal mental kind of thing. And yeah. Well, thankfully his kids and his wife weren't hurt. He wasn't hurt. Yeah. And Christina filed a police report that said that she didn't feel like she was in danger. Exactly. If it, if the gun had been turned on any of them, then it would be completely different. Right. I think, which is like a weird, which is weird, but like it, I I fear more for his own sanity and personal mental health. Right. Than the rest of the family, which I guess is the lesser of the two evils. Still sucks. 
totally sucks. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, thank you for hashing that out with of me. Of course. That I feel was... no closer to a moral understanding, I mean, but I do like I mean, to I... say it out loud. Yeah. That that I find that saying it out loud helps a little bit because if you're feeling something and you don't at least address it out loud with one person, like. This is the Rachel Bloom school of thought I um I discovered. <laughs> oh, we love about, Rachel Bloom. She's wonderful, and she talked about this like openly on HuffPost Live when it still had like when it was still HuffPost Live. Like HuffPost Live isn't a thing anymore. I don't think so. Like I used to subscribe to their podcast, but like I noticed that it stopped refreshing, and I looked on the website and I didn't see anything new. Mm-hmm. But also, I think the guy who used to run HuffPost Live now works for like AOL and their whole like trying to rebrand themselves. I just um, like saying HuffPo. Isn't HuffPo Huff fun to say? It's fun, yeah. HuffPo, HuffPo. HuffPo, HuffPo. Huff um, but she was saying, Huff like, <laughs> it, like, when, like, if she feels these, like, negative things and she doesn't say those out loud, that gives them the power to sort of manifest themselves and grow within her. If you at least say it out loud, it doesn't give them that power. Okay, So totally. then it's, and as you know, like, I look at things pretty pragmatically, where it's like, this is how I'm feeling, this is what's going on, this is how, like, what it's making me say and think and do. Totally. That's out there. Like okay. that that power is no longer that emotion, that thought no longer has the power over me. Okay, totally. So I think I think saying that out loud is a good if nothing else, it's a good first step. I wouldn't stop watching um flip or <laughs> flop. Like I wouldn't feel guilty watching those. Like is Well, it just sucks to watch a show when you know it's already been cancelled. Mm. Yeah. Although the network hasn't announced that the show's canceled, so part of me would love to see a divorced couple still trying to flip houses together. That would be a pretty interesting spin. That, that would be an incredible television show. That would be pretty awesome. To watch a couple that like is very upset with one another try and get a project Listen done. up, HGTV. Oh, man. We want no, 10%. I would, I would never, never, never wish that unhappiness on anybody. Oh, no. Divorce is so painful. Yeah. I mean, even if it's, like, mutual and even if it's the best possible scenario, like, it's still painful. Right, right. I can only imagine. I I wonder how Chip and Joanna Gaines' pastor feels about divorce. Not about it, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, they're not Catholic. I don't know. Okay, Ian, what Uh, happened to you this week? All right, so... The thing that happened to me this week, and like this is such a stupid little thing, but I took a selfie and posted it to Instagram the other day. Oh! Which, like... That's unusual for you. It is. And my friend and I, like, have this, like, funny... I don't... It's, like, not an inside joke, but we have... But my friend and I, that we, uh, we've we grown up with each other, we have another friend who takes what we call reckless selfies. So... What is a reckless selfie? It is exactly Hashtag what you think it is. Hashtag reckless selfie. Hashtag reckless selfie. It is... That's the name of this episode. Of course. Hashtag reckless selfie. It is just someone who blindly posts all the selfies, like, who, like... No matter if they're good quality exactly, or not. Exactly. They don't have to be good quality. They don't have to be at anywhere, like, special, like... They're just selfies. They're just selfies. And it's like, this is me and my... Selfies for selfie's sake. Exactly. And it's like, I don't have a thing against selfies, like go ahead like all the power to you like i wish i could feel that empowered all the time but do you oh okay hold on just keep going because that no i want to hear what you have to say no 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 i'm gonna keep that thought you just finished okay sometimes like you see a person post a self like a person post nothing but selfies like i follow someone who i did youth theater with and all she does is post gym selfies 
And I'm like... Gym selfies. Gym selfies. Ooh, which is a very particular kind of selfie. It's a very selfie. particular kind of selfie. And I think that kind of strays into the whole, like, people who post selfies tend to be nar- narcissistic and psychopathic. And I, I, I think there is validity in the idea of that, but it's a very specific... It's, it's, not, a, it's not a broad case. Like, I don't see... Like, I don't see problems with posting selfies. Like, you see a celebrity or some, like an actor that you really like, you get a selfie with them. So what, what was your selfie? What were you doing? My selfie, honestly, I had a good hair day yesterday, and I, and I took the selfie, and then I realized I have, like, the biggest puppy dog basset hound bags under my eyes. And so I was like, huh, wonder how much baggage fees they're going to charge me for those. Ha, 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 Ian. You're Good so fun. funny. Post it on the gram. And like... Oh, you didn't edit it. I didn't. Oh. No. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So because like because I, I took a, a good selfie of me, I'm very critical of pictures that are taken of me because I am an actor and I, oh, part yeah. of my business we've is taken, to get headshots done. We've taken lots of pictures of us in production on this podcast and almost none of them have are usable. the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So I just... I took a... I took a selfie. I thought I looked good. Noticed the bags under my eyes. Thought, oh, that's funny. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to post this. So for me, like, that's its own event because, like, I'm not you, like, I'm not used to empowering myself. I'm, like, I'm self-deprecating and, like, I have enough confidence to get me through the day, but, like, I, I've never, like, I've never been into posting selfies. Do you get any likes, any comments? I did, like, and it's funny because every selfie or every, like, picture I post let's, that has my face in like, it. at the like, at the likes. Every picture I post that has my face in it gets so many more... Uh, likes than the ones that don't. Well, people aren't following you to find out what you're eating. People are following you to find out, like, how you're doing. Yeah, I, I mean, and, like, I only put, and, with, And apparently touche, you have bags under your eyes. Which, I mean, but at the same time, it's like, that makes sense to me because, like, I guess if I'm getting a lot of likes, it, then it looks like people think I'm doing well. And I am. So I can't complain. Okay. So. Wow. 37 people like this. There you go. Few comments. And then another picture where there's nothing, like, happening in the photo, you have seven likes. There you go. Okay. Which one is that? Let me... This one. Oh, yeah. That's just because we're in rehearsal and, um... Okay. I... Now, I'm going to show you. We're going to do an on-air thing. I'm going to pull up the photo you took. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to show you how to get rid of bags because then it won't be the joke. The joke will be how hot you are. Okay. Where are your pictures? Camera. I'm going to go at it the weird way. Pictures. Okay, here it is. Okay, here's the photo. Yeah. So, first, go to the sliders. Sure. And you can use filters that are already pre-made, but those will probably highlight your bags even more. Uh-huh. Although I do kind of like this filter. Okay. And now, <laughs> now I'm going to go and change the light of the photo. Okay, now they're getting brighter. Okay. And now I'm going to change the contrast, because that'll pull out some of the pink in your eyes. There we go. Getting closer. Yeah. Okay. And then the contrast made you look a little ghostly. So now I'm going to pull in the shadows a little bit. Okay. Okay. And then the overall brightness when I'm done with the photo. And there you go. Huh. Huh. See? Huh. So if you would like to keep taking selfies, edit them up after and just see how you feel about filters. And Because that's the fun, is if you get really into filters, mm-hmm. then when you do a hashtag no filter photo, people are like, whoa, Ian's so hot. <laughs> no, and 
How did you learn that? I just you just gotta fiddle around with it yourself. You no, it? no one really teaches you. You just That's play with the play with the settings. And if you want to, one of my favorite settings on the iPhone in this is under color. Yeah. I like to just bring in a crazy color. Like if I took like um, yeah, play with the scale. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna turn it off for that one because I don't I don't think this photo needs it. But like okay, this dinosaur photo that yeah. you took. Ian took a picture of some toy dinosaurs that are very colorful. I was so, prop shopping yesterday. Okay. So I put a filter on it. Let's see. I think, ooh, chrome is very bright. Sure. Like that. And then we'll go to color and you can make it even more vibrant. Huh. And then done. And now that photo is crazy interesting to look at. Not that it wasn't You're before, right. but it's a surprisingly amazing photo. Fascinating. Okay. So here's what I was thinking of before and I told you I was going to save the thought. Okay. You mentioned empowerment and narcissism. Yeah. First off, you say, I am not a person who normally empowers myself by taking those photos, and yeah. I'm not a person who takes, like, who gains empowerment from that. Yeah. Do you really think the people who take selfies regularly are empowered, or they're seeking empowerment from the likes that it might gain? I think it could be either or. I think they're seeking validation. I do you think not. So? Like, the gym selfie, we said was a very particular mm-hmm. kind of selfie. And you said that you don't promote your own self-narcissism that way. Mm-hmm. It is either, you're right, narcissism, but I really think it's their seeking validation. The seeking validation? I could see that. I mean, because I, I, I'm very lucky that I have a myriad of friends who have different, like, um, they post different, they post selfies for different reasons. Like, one will do I it because say, they feel empowered, one will do it, like, clearly seeking the empowerment, one will do it recklessly. I think mine are, like, a mixture. Like, let me pull out my phone and I'll sure. show you. My purse is on the table. Here's my phone. My new SE. Mazel. Mazel. I only got an SE because I didn't want to buy a new case and I already had five accessories. I don't blame accessories. you. Okay. So um, this photo that's my background mm-hmm. is another great example of color of colorizing the photo. I love that photo. Yeah. So it's a bunch of um, rainbow popsicles with the fruit that made the popsicles. They're homemade popsicles. Uh, popsicles, popsicles, huffpo, huffpo, <laughs> and huffpo, huffpo. And um, I just brightened up the colors on the photo because there's lots of interesting looking fruit in it. Yeah. Okay, but if we look at like a series of selfies, like let me find you one. So like this one is from the night, the first night that I went on for my professional debut in Miss Saigon. Oh. And that's like an excited selfie oh, yeah. and I wanted to share the moment. Here is one where I was seeking validation. It's a picture of me eating a macaroon that I took for an ex-boyfriend and I sent it to him because I knew I was having a good makeup day, mm-hmm. but I used the vice of eating a fun macaroon to have a reason to send the picture. Okay. Okay. Here is one of empowerment. Me with my favorite ice cream. There you go. There you go. Uh, let me now I'm interested because now I'm thinking if I scroll through my Instagram feed right now, what, what will I find as far as selfies go? This this picture is a mixture of all of them. I wanted the likes, but it was also a good profile picture. Oh, yeah. But I also sent it to somebody. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's a good, like, that's like a holy trinity of like holy why you would take trinity. a selfie. Ooh, here's some bloody pictures of my scar, of my of my knee. Mm-hmm. Do you have a good constitution? Um, I have an okay leak? constitution. I don't think you want to see this then. Uh, let's, let's err on the side of caution then because I was okay. never squeamish and then I, like, I punctured my thumb and I had to get stitches and then since then I've been a little squeamish. Which typically it's weird because that would be the reverse. Like, yes. But yeah, I'm looking through my Instagram right now. 
I really do believe that everyone looks prettier in selfies. Like, look at some of these selfies. Like, I disagree. Like, I don't. Here. I mean, that's a great selfie. Well, that's a girls, great picture. Girls take pictures upward. Like, we've really mastered the yeah, selfie. The, yeah, the tilt. Oh, this is some good filtering. This yeah. is good. Yeah. This is great for podcasting. This is great. No like, one can see what, no one we're, can looking see what we're doing. We're looking through our Instagram feeds, like real this millennials. Is good. That's colorization. And I put color on this one. See, that doesn't even look filtered. I know, yeah, but it, it brought out a lot of the brightness in the blush and in my friend's scarf. Okay. Yeah, so that's why I did that, just for some contrast. Sure. Now, this is also a mixture of the three. This was when I booked It Should Have Been You. I posted this on Facebook. It I is my most. One. It was my most liked post of all time. It has, mm-hmm. like, somewhere, like, 300-something likes, which isn't a lot compared to, like, my friends who are debuting on Broadway and get 1,000 likes in an hour. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at the ones, like, through my feed right now. I see. Here's one. It's my friend and his mom. Okay. Like I, that's definitely just like, this is a fun picture of me and my mom. That's just a fun picture. And it's of a me bir- and, my mom. and it's a birthday picture. Okay, so it has um, a reason. It yeah. has a reason. It's not seeking likes for rando reasons. This is my friend Subi, um, at her job. Okay. Which even clearly is like a fun like. It's a fun one, but it looks like one. it looks like it wants the likes. It's okay. a picture. It's a picture of yeah, Ian's like, friend who um, works at a job where she wears a costume and mm-hmm. she has a bottle of alcohol with her. She's making a funny face on purpose. I think, yeah. I think that that is seeking. Okay, lies. there you go. Not narcissistically, but just she wouldn't have posted it if she didn't like feel like her feed mm-hmm. was dead in the last couple days. Yeah, I mean, like she also has a really interesting job where like she is in all these different kinds of costumes and. Totally. It's like, I I don't even fully know what it is because I don't want to say go-go dancing because I don't think it's exactly that. But then like, and then another example, a buddy of mine is in Korea on tour and he posts a lot of these like, look at me with the sushi. (laughs) Look at me like, but he's like not a narcissistic guy. Well, and that picture is weird because um, I know our our podcast listeners can't see it. See what we're looking at. he... uh, this person has made a, a pick stitch of two pictures in one mm-hmm. for really no reason because he really could have just posted both of them separately. Separately, Yeah. So maybe, I don't really understand why because he doesn't even say in the comments why he stitched two pictures together, but they don't seem to be from the same location at all. They just both happen to be hmm. in the same country. Yeah, I think he just like... I think that's just his, what just he does. He just pick stitching. Like well, and you never know when you're on tour what your Wi-Fi situation yeah. is. He's just like a he's just a very like friendly, happy guy from the Midwest who like is on who like is on tour. He's in with Korea, y'all. Opp- who's in Korea on this great opportunity and Korea. is just living it up. And his Korea. wife is on tour with him. Like he's just having a grand old time. He's just happy to be there. He reminds- it's a grand old time. He's in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. And right before that, because I'm um, I'm about to work on Little Mermaid, I was reading the script last night, and like I can't I can't read the Prince Eric lines without imagining him in it, because like that's just so like who he is. That's who he is, and he's played the role before too. And I'm like, everything in the world makes sense. Yes. So part two of my selfie empowerment story, I took the picture. Oh no, no, I ran into my friend on my way out of the city yesterday. Okay. And she took a photo of me. So now there's two photos of my face. Unironically, well, somewhat unironically on Instagram. Okay. And so we're sitting next to each other on the bus and her friend goes, so my friend John thinks you're hot. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Ooh, does John think you're gay? John, I mean, I think John was just say- shamelessly like, here's a hot guy that knows my friend. Mm. I'm going to see what's up. And I'm like, you know what? I have I a lot of friends who do that where they'll message me and be like, who's the hot guy in your pictures? And I'm yeah. like, it's my friend so-and-so. And they're like, oh my God, can you introduce me? I'm like, he doesn't swing for your team. Yeah. Like, it's, 
But like, but I was just like, you know what? Thank you. I will take that compliment and run. Ian, I love that this really boosted your morale. It's just funny. And it's fun. Like, Mm. like, I'm not going to turn down, like, uh, I'm not going to turn down any sort of compliment from someone. Like, I'm terrible at taking compliments, but... Like, I will receive them. You know what I we should do right them. now? I'm going to come around the table. We're going to okay. take a selfie. Okay. And then when we debut this episode on the 21st of December, we will tell everyone that this is the picture we took. So, okay, so I'm going to show you. Take them upwards. You look super skinny. Okay. Wait, I got to get. Hold on. <laughs> get on my level. <laughs> One, two. Wait, no, it's weird. Hold on. Okay, this is the problem. Is Ian thinks he needs to lean his head. Don't lean your head. Okay. Ready? Okay, and then I'm going to edit it up, and I'll show you how gorgeous we are. Also, not full of ourselves. Nope, not at all. Okay, this is already a great photo. Okay. If you lean your head, then you make yourself look disproportionate. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I'm going to put a cool filter on it so our skin doesn't look as peaky. Amazing. Cool. And then I'm going to... Brighten it up slightly. Actually, mm, yeah, I'm going to brighten it up slightly. And then I'm going to put in some highlights so those bags under my eyes don't look so bad. And then I'm going to pull up the brightness. Just a little little smidgety smidge smidge. And then I'm going to colorize the photo. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yes, so we will post this. Um, when we air the show. And now we have a photo we can use. now we have a photo we can use. Yes. You and your glasses and me with no makeup on. It's cool. It's casual. It's great. It's a Thursday morning honesty. It really wasn't a great subject for... No, yours was a great subject for the podcast, but when I asked you to go through an Instagram feed, that's kind of impossible for a podcast listener to hear. I mean, mean, we'll see what... what, When we listen back to it. When I go back and I edit it. it. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. I mean, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm, I always, in my chair. I always, like, am fascinated by, like, people who take selfies and the degree to which they take selfies and all that stuff, because, Totes. like, I'd so much rather, like, I'd so much rather, like, take pictures of things that look cool, and I guess right. I just thought I happened to look cool that time. Well, the only time that um, you were saying that the, that the likes for yourself you were more than some of the other things mm-hmm. that you took just like out in the world no oh, excuse me i burped and i yawned and everything's happening it's the apocalypse my teeth are <laughs> taking me over um but i i think that the only times that like food photos and stuff like that get a lot of attention is if the whole instagram is devoted to like what someone's eating yeah that's like the or branding. like the entire instagram is devoted to fun things people see in New York City. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, my most liked photos are, of course, the one with me and Anna, Anna Kendrick and me. Um, then the one from, I posted when, uh, after voting. That was one of my most liked selfies as yeah. well. Oh, man, and I brightened that one up way up. Um, there's one, it's not a selfie, but it's uh, one of, uh, I did a little indie film for um, some friends over the summer, and I got some photos with, back from that, and that has some of my most... Yeah, so yeah, that's your profile light. picture. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one right before that is a selfie from my birthday. So Okay, so they're all they're all pretty applicable. Yeah. Yeah. Um and those are those are like my most liked photos, which is interesting. I mean, it's interesting for me because I look at those and I'm like that's fine. Yeah. And on the note of the siren, 
Is it quiz time? Ian, question yes. number one. What are you obsessed with right now? Right now I'm obsessed with my Swell water bottle. Swell! I love Swell bottles. Like, I was listening to another podcast and they were saying, if you were a brand, for, like, if you were an ambassador for any brand, what would it be? And immediately I was like, Swell bottles. Ooh. Because they what keep... What would I be? I, I, what would you want to be? I would be a brand ambassador for Cosmopolitan. <laughs> I, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, Elisa, if you're listening, please have me. I'd love yeah. to have a fun, fearless weekend. But, yeah, I mean, like, I love I love swell bottles. Like, I love. That's cool. I just, Are you, you carry them on water all the time? Um, Pretty often. I've stopped. I've done it a little bit less because my one of my survival jobs has, like, water. There's, like, cups and water. Oh, oh, they have water. Yeah. Mm, yeah, so they so, must be very wealthy. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, but also, like, we recycle and everything, the so it's not a waste of resources. They have cups and, and water. Water. Um, <laughs> water. Yeah. With a lightly aspirated tea. Yes. And welcome back to NPR. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm obsessed with. Great. What are you... Oh, no, it's a desert island. Yep. Fuck. Desert island. Three types of desserts or candy that you would oh. take with you oh my. as a little as a little snackaroo oh my um it would be like a chocolate brownie sundae thing okay chocolate That's brownie sundae that's definitely number 1 great great um cheesecake what I love me what good, kind probably strawberry strawberry i love me a good like new york cheesecake new strawberry york, new Got york it. cheesecake and Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. Like Totes my, three, my three favorites. I yeah. love it. I think that Reese's peanut butter cups, the mini ones, taste way better than the big ones. Like I I don't even, I, I'm just happy to have Reese's cups in my mouth. Mm, I want that right now. You, I mean, we have some. No, I cannot. I okay. can, that can't be the first thing I eat today. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, what are you watching and listening to this week? A lot of Little Mermaid stuff. So I'm... Look at this stuff. Exactly. Isn't it neat? So, uh, because, I, like I said before, I'm about to go into production, choreographing some children's theater for The Little Mermaid with a group of incredibly talented kids. Mm. Um, and I was saying the other day to my mom, like, it's a really great survival job because not only am I making money off of it, but I'm still getting experience doing what I want to do. Totally. Like, or at least one of the things that I want to do. Yeah. Um... And so last night I read the original um, Hans Christian Andersen story, Ooh, which is very, very dramatic. It is very dark. It is very dramatic, but it's actually very beautiful. She like, gets like shish kebabbed in the end or something, right? She like, turns into sea foam. Oh, okay. The whole like the whole thing. It's because like in like in Disney. <laughs> Well, because if you know Once on this Island... Can you imagine at the end of any story? Like, if I was leaving here right now from the mm. podcast, and I was like, all right, Ian, this has been fun, but it's time for me to say goodbye. Time, and then I turn into sea And then you turn into sea foam. foam. First of all, I'd be like, how are That's you... That's just flotsam and jetsam. Into, you know that, right? Yeah. Sea foam is flotsam and jetsam. Yeah. It's like, how are you turning into sea foam on my stoop? Um, we live <laughs> You're in so York. far from the sea. Yeah. Like, at least take a bus. Wait. Um, <laughs> but... I mean, the Disney version, it's like, oh, you, she gives up her voice, and, and like she has to make the prince fall in love with him. But if you know Once on this Island, the musical, it's a lot closer to that. Mm. And like it's dark, because like, the sea witch, Ursula, the sea witch cuts out her tongue, 
And it's like, I'm going to give you legs, but every time you walk, you're going to feel the pain of a thousand knives. And it's like, Ow. and I'm reading this, I'm like... Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, probably. The pain of a thousand knives. I mean, like, that, those aren't the actual words, but like... Ow! But it's like, it's going to hurt every... It's like, it's going to hurt like shit every time you walk. The pain of... And I, I'm like, I'm like, you dumbass... You Just little like, mermaid dumbass. Like, like move on. He's yeah. not your true love. Like, you're pro- like there are probably a thousand really good-looking mermen for you to, like, mate with, too. Merman. 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 Um, I've got the black lung, Pop. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, um, I've been yawning the whole time. But, but like, the ending is actually, like, really beautiful. Like, mm. And how, like, yes, of course, she does turn into seafoam, like, as T-Moon turns into a tree. Um... Do you not know Once on this Island? No. So it's the it's more closer. I know some of the music, but yeah, um, it's along the same lines where it's like girl sees like in this case it's girl sees rich. The big man. song from that show is "Waiting for Life," right? Yes. Yeah. Instead of uh, getting the man and like being part of this like uh, noble family, she he's already betrothed, and she either has to kill him or like die. God, this one sounds so, horrible. I mean, like, it is. Like, it's very dark, but, like, mm-hmm. she turned, like, she turns into a tree and, like, safeguards her lover and his family as mm-hmm. the Little Mermaid turns into sea foam and then, like, use it, like, uses her new gift as, like, being air to, oh. like, to warm and to shower them with like the gifts of like beautiful scents and like na- mm. like beautiful naturey things. Oh. Um so it's actually like really it's actually it's fucking dark but it's sweet. So I think that had to be the second tangent. That had to be the second tangent. What are you watching? <laughs> I'm watching honestly I'm watching a lot of like what I can find on YouTube of the Little Mermaid because I'm okay. just I'm just I'm either doing Nutcracker right now or I'm in research for Little Mermaid. What do they call it? Like Dusk Klein and the original story. Oh, I have no idea. Dusk Klein and Mermaid. The little <laughs> I don't know what it is. Dusk Klein and Mermaid. Mermaid. So Merman. Yeah. I don't speak German, but no. that's how I feel about it. Or maybe I'm thinking of Dusk Kling and what whatever the German name for Hunchback of Notre Dame is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so der, like, der Glockenspiel or something. That's a, well, a Glockenspiel is an instrument. No, Glockenspiel, the, oh, the clock oh. player or whatever. Oh, I yeah, see, yeah. I see. Yeah, um, but yeah, because there's like so many like bootlegs on uh, YouTube of like Cher Renee Scott as Ursula, and because I love Cher Renee Scott, I'm like, wash over me. <laughs> okay, last person you texted that wasn't me. My Nutcracker team. Because we're we're swimming in production right now. Yeah, you are. And that goes up in a couple weeks, and then. That's the exciting. new year. Yeah. Mm, might tell me out. A little bit. Okay. Gosh, I really, by the time I'm done with this podcast, I gotta take a nap. Oh, yeah. No, I'm gonna go edit it. Okay. And finally, one person living or dead that you may or may not know that you wish well. I'm going to wish well my friend Claudia, because she, and I know I talk about mentors a lot, but she was a mentor of mine growing up, and now... It's cool because we kind of consider each other colleagues. Okay. Because she calls me in to help her out with little things on projects that she works on. I call her, like, pretty often when I have auditions and I need a little guidance. And she's just a lovely, wonderful soul who taught me so much and really shaped the person I am today. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, Claudia. Shout out to you, Claudes. Claudia! 
Oh, yeah. All right, your turn. My turn. Um, What are you obsessed with? I am obsessed with right now. Okay, it's going to be like a little NSFW. Okay. This past week, I noticed that my lady parts didn't smell the way that I noticed they normally do. And so then I did a bunch of pH balance research and found out that all of the warm clothes I've been wearing for the winter, all the yoga pants and stuff, mm-hmm. had altered my pH balance. So really? I altered it back. That's and fascinating. Yeah, just like the human, the, the vagina cleans itself. So like mm-hmm. you don't need to like put soap up there. But depending on the kinds of soaps you're using, and I had used some new scented soap that apparently had thrown off my body. And so I did a lot of interesting research on how to make your nether regions smell amazing and be healthy. All right. That's what I'm obsessed with. Cool. Um, Desert Island, three desserts. I want to know yours. Mm, peach cobbler. Ooh. Creme brulee. Ooh. And maybe just like a really amazing chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Just like classic, warm uh, chocolate chip cookies. I love desserts. Yeah, maybe some milk to dip that shit in. Yes. Oh, I hate shit. Oh, I hate that word. No. <laughs> ah, ah. What are you watching slash listening to right now? I just started listening to I'm way behind the curve, but I just started listening to Comedy Bang Bang um, oh. with Scott Ackerman. And so I'm going to give that a little try. Um, I am also listening to the Gilmore Guys wrap up the Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life mm. um, on their show. Um, and I'm also listening to some new music, um, not new music, but I, um, I'm listening to some Gabe Dixon band and, um, like for my commute, I've been listening to music by Hardwell, who's like a, a, a mm. music producer and DJ, um, and Zed and just some of that stuff. There's a new Fine. song by Ariana or not, is it Ariana? No, no, no. Selena Gomez that I like. Oh. Yeah. So I'm just listening to some of that and I'm watching, um, Billy on the Street is back with a new season. He's great. True TV Tuesdays at 10.30. That's my plug for the week. Um, Billy's amazing. And I also, the other night, watched um, the Critics' Choice Awards. Oh, that was the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so awards season is, is picking it's, up. Yeah. Yeah, so that's They just announced the SAG Award nominees the other day. I know, which, thank God, some of those categories were better. But again, Daddy Hanks is snubbed. What did he do this year? Sully. So, oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was? Did you see it? No. I mean, the movie itself wasn't amazing, but he was amazing in it. I believe that. Yeah, Tom Hanks is America's dad. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's so cute. Oh my god, he really should. I wish that the SAG Awards had a guest star category because his guest star as the host of SNL. Oh my god, for David S. Pumpkins. Classic, like <laughs> David S. Pumpkins. Okay, SNL, like, it's it's got some good classics already out of yeah. this season. Between um, Crucible Cast Party and David S. Pumpkins, like, yeah. they're on a roll. Also, um, searching for Hillary Clinton in the woods, they did, like, a whole Sasquatch did they? like, digital short on that. that Was that me. this past weekend? Or? Uh, two weekends ago. I need to watch that. Yeah. I need to catch up this season. Yeah. So the last couple of weeks, I don't know if they have another episode before the holidays, but this past weekend was John Cena, and the weekend before that was, I think, Emma Stone. And Emma Stone did a digital short about, I think we talked about this off-air, about um, re-gifting candles. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's funny. It is funny, but that's the truth. Yeah. It's the candle, the candle. (laughs) I love 80 Brian and all of those. Yeah, no, my favorite favorite holiday digital short is... um, uh, the we're home for Thanksgiving, y'all, and our parents are real happy to see us. Oh, back home baller. Yeah, back home baller. That is so good. 
<laughs> walk through the door, hand my keys to the valet. In case you're wondering, it's my daddy. Like that one. And the, um, the we Wi-Fi go to, part. We I go, love the yeah, Wi-Fi yes. part. And the bowls, bowls, all types of bowls. bowls. Oh my God. The eye laughed so fucking hard at that the first time I saw that. I think the funniest joke in that, Cameron Diaz was the host that week, and yeah. I think the funniest joke in that one is, um, uh, <laughs> we try to see a movie, but it can't be, uh, but it can't be us, so we decided on Penguins of Madagascar, uh, like, and as a nice favor, I bought all the tickets, psych, you know, my dad friggin' did it, I'm a yeah. back home baller, Holla. if I need something, I, I just holla, yeah. yeah. And I like that they have a running joke now in the holiday digital shorts of Jean, where every oh every God. holiday short, Jean. Aidy Bryant runs into her mom's friend, Jean. Jean. Yeah, that's really funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's what I'm Jean. watching now. I forgot about Jean. Jean. Uh, hey, Jean. Hey, Jean. So, what are you up to these days? Oh, you know, the same. Mm. Bye, Jean. <laughs> Oh God! What was the original one from Dude in My Twin Bed? What, the what was the that? original one was um, uh, uh, Jean doesn't have room in her house, and now it's a whole thing with Jean. Because yeah. it's a whole thing, thing with, with Jean. Jean. Oh my! <laughs> Let's do it in my twin bed. Twin, twin bed. bed. Not gonna like it. Like, like it. it. Oh, that was good. But we're gonna get nasty. Nasty. <laughs> Did you hear that Aunt Ruth is dead? Sad. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is the host that, that week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, James Fallon. Whoa. This truck's got somewhere to be. Jeez. Okay. Um, last person you texted. No cheating. Mm, that wasn't you. That wasn't me. It would be... Um, Musa, I guess, when I was going to bed last night. Aww. For those that listen to the show, they know that I'm I'm in cahoots with my high school sweetheart. You Aww. know, he's my friend, whatever. Um, but uh, his mom, unfortunately, is not well, um, and so I was just checking in on on that it's last really night nice. before I went to bed. Yeah, that's nice of you to do. Try to try to be a nice, thoughtful person. <laughs> Trying to. We're working on it. Yeah, that's the thing I'm working on. I'm trying to better yeah. myself. <laughs> it's a process. <laughs> Um, and finally, one person who you may or may not know, alive or dead, who you wish well. Okay, this is going to be, <laughs> I just think he seems like a really great person, and I just want him to keep having a great year as we head into 2017. I really like Milo Venemilia. I think that he is such a gifted actor. He's clearly brilliant. Um, he uses words like extrapolate, and I just find that really hot. Um, is he the one on, um... This Is Us. This Is Us. And he, um, uh, played Jess on Gilmore Girls. Is okay. like, the role that he's best known for. And, um, because of the Gilmore Girls revival and because of This Is Us, he is having a big year. I'm not really watching This Is Us. I gave it three or four episodes, and it's just not my cup of tea. Sure. Um, but his work is... There was a moment in the Gilmore Girls revival where he was looking through a window and for those that have watched it you'll know what I'm talking about um it was such supremely perfected acting I can't even like and there are no words (laughs) like Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to say anything to be completely in the moment and I literally I've never seen myself have an out-of-body experience watching tv until that Gilmore Girls revival but that shot of him looking through a window I literally out loud was sobbing and I said, oh my God, because it was such incredible acting. Wow. Um, so yeah, I just wished Milo and Amelia well and does not something's burning? Yeah, something's oh, burning. Yeah, I smell it. 
Yeah, it's outside. Okay. 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 Well, well, on, on that, that note. note Okay, Ian, where can people find you on social oh. media? You can find me on Facebook slash Facebook.com slash Brodsky Ian. Everywhere else on the social media as at iBroski. Um, where can people find you, Claire? ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia ClaireManship, and at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat. Mm. And you can find the show, hashtag This Week's Thing, at This Week's Thing on social media, Facebook.com slash This Week's Thing, This Week's Thing at gmail.com. And check out our GoFundMe. Yeah, check it out. And while you're at it and you're listening to this, will you please rate, subscribe, like, comment to the show. We appreciate all communiques, all helpful things. Tell your friends how awesome we are. Yes. And next week we will have a little epi for the holidays. So we hope that you are on your way as we speak to a wonderful family gathering. Yeah. Family and friends. All right, and on that note, I'm Ian Brodsky. And I'm Claire Manship. And And that that was was the thing thing that that happened happened this week. week. Bye, y'all. Bye.